Hello, my name is Jim. This is my podcast, The Bloody Vegans. You're very welcome to it. Each week, I'll be travelling ever deeper into the world of veganism, discovering along the way a multitude of viewpoints from the political and ethical to the practical. I'll be doing this through a series of conversations, each aiming to further illuminate my understanding and hopefully yours of all things plant-centric. And this week is no different. Uh, This week, I was lucky enough to chat with Freya Cox. Freya was the first vegan contestant on the Great British Bake Off uh, season 12, I believe. Um, And since then, she's, she's been on a real mission to show that vegan baking is just as delicious, if not more so, than regular baking. Uh, and that mission has taken her to writing her first book uh, entitled Simply Vegan Baking, which is coming soon. It's on pre-order now. We talk about um, where you can go to pre-order that. But if you just can't wait, if you have a look in the show notes, you'll find a link to it there. Uh, there's also, I think, uh, on that that link, there is a way to enter a competition for lots of wonderful free stuff um, when you pre-order a copy as well, which is lovely, isn't it? So we'll get into that conversation in just a moment. But I should tell you, this is episode 150. Uh, If you have been listening for any length of time, whether you've been here since the beginning or indeed this is your first episode, thank you so much for taking your time uh, to be here and to listen. There are many, many podcasts in the world, as I'm uh, very aware. And so uh, taking your time to listen to this one really does mean a lot. So thank you. Thank you so much. And and on that note, if you are a Patreon supporter or indeed you subscribe through Apple Podcasts, uh, um, a bigger, an even bigger thank you, because um, that really does help keep the show afloat. Um, and if you would like to support the show, you can do, and you're not already, you can do one of those two things. So if you're an Apple Podcast user, head to the podcast app and you should find a subscribe button. Although if you are listening to this around about August 11th, August 12th, 2022 um you might not find that button for a day or two i'm in some wranglings with apple over uh, that subscriber button not being there so um have a look hopefully it's there if it's not wait a couple of days um and it will be soon you can still listen to the episodes for now which is wonderful um you can also head over to patreon support there or you can head to uh the bloody vegans podcast.co.uk that's the bloody vegans podcast.co.uk um and any purchase of any merchandise at all, or Green Gazelles, Rugby Club merchandise, any of those purchases do help out the um, the podcast as well. So thank you so much for your ongoing support and listening to this, this episode and indeed the show as a whole. is much appreciated. Let's get on to the conversation in hand. So without further ado, here is a conversation between me and the first vegan contestant of the Great British Bake Off and author of Simply Vegan Baking, Freya Cox. Um, my dad's been vegan for seven years, some of my closest friends have been vegan for a while. Um, so I actually first went vegan because I was with two of my vegan friends and we went to like a drive through fast food place um, and I was ordering like a chicken burger and then they just said, kind of, we are very honest friends to be honest, like quite brutal people. They just <laughs> kind of turned to me and were just like, also an animals just died for that and at this point I'm not gonna lie I think I was just quite naive to it all I just like I had never sat down and thought that um so then in that moment felt really rubbish don't know if I ever even ate the chicken burger and then after that I was like oh I'll just give it a go like I'll just go vegan I kind of just like threw myself in I didn't really do the whole vegetarian like transition thing 
Um, and yeah, I think that's like what I always say. It's like, I think I only didn't go vegan before that just because I, w- I wasn't acknowledging. Like it's the association and I'm sure that's what it is for like loads of people. Because I always think because my dad's been vegan for so long, I don't understand why I never did before, but it's because I just didn't think about it. And I do, mm. I think... You know, we're in a society where we're kind of like pushed to not think about it. And not so much now because vegan's a big thing and people are out there talking about it. Um, But yeah, best decision I ever made. Yeah. (laughs) It's sort of testament, I suppose, to the way your your dad sort of carried about his business that you kind of almost just took it as normal. It was just like, well, I haven't really thought about it. He's just vegan and that's the thing, you know? Yeah, and I think because he went vegan so long ago, because I think even the difference between now and seven years is huge, you know, like it was still, there weren't that many people, and it wasn't like you would always seen like a vegan option, so I think I kind of just let it like slide under the mm. rug. Um, and that's why I think like hats off to people that were vegan way before me because realistically we've got it easy now. It's like such a, you know, like accepted thing. Um, and he must've found it really difficult, but I think people are just so sure of their morals and things. And I always think that's just like so admirable. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. When, when did the baking start? Did that start well before I take it? It did well before the veganism started. Yeah, so I actually sort of like learned to bake with my gran when I was really young because we always did it. So I used to go around there every week because um, she just always loved baking. But more just she just baked for her family, nothing like crazy. And then I have always baked, but I stopped for a while because I was like a competitive gymnast. So I like did loads of other things. And then when I first went vegan, I then started baking again, like more intense because there, w- oh. there weren't there are more now, but there weren't that many vegan cakes out there. Um, and I really got into it and that's probably where like the proper baking started but yeah I've always baked because I just really love it I think it's the best thing ever because I just think it makes people so happy when you like bring them stuff around (laughs) 100% absolutely does (laughs) thinking about um like when you started to get serious about it when did kind of the the bake-off enter your your vision as something you know maybe I'd like to maybe I'd like to get involved in that so I've always watched the Bake Off ever since it first came out. Never thought anything about like going on it. And then, so it was the series before mine, the 2020 series. At that point, I still wasn't really baking like that intensely. But I watched it and I just remember thinking, like, I don't understand why nobody's going on there and doing it vegan. I was just a bit like, oh, come on, it's 2020, it's about time somebody does. And I was a bit like, well, if no one else is going to, like, I'll try and do it. But this part, I wasn't like seriously into baking. But you've got to do so many sort of like application programs to be on the show that I actually like I got way better just Mm. in that like short amount of time um but even then I don't know I don't know if anybody that applies for the show thinks they're actually going to get on because like me and my family and things were like come on now like they're not going to have a vegan person you're not going to get on so I was very sort of like (laughs) shocked by it was that in like application one that you said hey I'm vegan and I'd love to be on the show yeah, application one, you sort of like fill out a written form online and send it off. Oh, yeah, straight off the bat, I was like, mm, I want to do this vegan. Like, I'm, yeah, very much vegan. Because <laughs> I was like, well, I don't want to hide anything. Because at that point, I thought they might be like, no, yeah. we don't want any of that. And I didn't want to be like part of the way down the line. And I'm like, oh, no, no, like eggs are on no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And and what, what, can you remember there being a conversation when you got went down the process? Was there a conversation about it between you and the, the show? 
So basically, it was never really even like brought up. People just were like, oh, you're really good, irrelevant of if you were vegan. But I do remember one thing. So in the in-person audition, right near the end of the application process, you had to take a cake. And I took like a really, really layered like entremet cake that... I was like, it's one of the best things I've made, like for sure. And I remember taking it and you had to sit in a room and then they like tried it. And then I'd said, and they were like, oh my God, it's so good. And then in the end, it just is a passing comment. I'd say something like, oh yeah, like, cause it's vegan. But like the woman then was like, wait, it's vegan. And both of them were like, oh my God, we didn't realize. <laughs> and then that's when they were like, oh, like it's so good. I can't believe it. But before that, I think, cause I was never like pushing it on people. I made it clear. Um, yeah. I think they were just like quite shocked by it, uh, but they oh, they did say to me like I would have got on the show if I wasn't vegan anyway. It was just more like that was just me. Amazing, amazing. And did you have to address with them kind of like, you know, that I I want to actually do the whole thing vegan, so I'd rather not be you know using animal products in my in my cooking. No, they were just like you can do what you want. They were just like you can use it one week really? if you're not like they weren't they weren't like they basically like it's just up to you all the recipes and everything that you do are all your own anyway so it was kind of like it didn't matter to them right what's the what's the kind of preparation like then for you so you obviously have to bring quite a lot of recipes to the show like yeah, how yeah, long so did it take you to come up with those recipes yeah, so you do, you get, like, told the technicals and the signatures and things, which I sometimes think people, like, don't think. I think they think you just, like, think them up on the spot. Um, so you get them a bit before. I can't fully remember how far in advance it is, and you sort of, like, practice them, um, which obviously, because they're just such long challenges. I think, like, the bread one was maybe, like, five hours and stuff, so you've got to, like, really in-depth plan it. I mean, I actually was doing uni at the same time, um, and I was right. working, so I remember it was kind of, like... <laughs> everything was just getting a bit of my attention and nothing fully and now when I look back on it I mean I'm so pleased with how I did but like I wish I put all my attention into Bake Off because I heard other people practice every single one like 10 times and I was lucky if I did the whole thing once right yeah wow wow so yeah so that's 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 the opposite of what I thought you were going to say I thought you'd say like my friends and family had to eat the same cake 50 times yeah, I mean, they did end up eating a lot of cake, but it's just, I just was really struggled for time because it was so, it's so difficult to do like a degree yeah, and that at the same time. Like I did, I, like people just don't know, but I sat like an exam um, while I was there on the first practice day when everyone else was practicing. Um, and yeah, I ended up like not having to sit too. And it was just a really busy time for me. Yeah, I bet, I bet. So when you when you finally get there, what was that experience like? What was the experience of kind of being in in the tent like compared to obviously what you'd been used to baking at home and so on? It honestly, the whole thing was just the best thing I've ever done. I had just like I like, wish I could go back and do it all over again. I'm not really the type of person that's like overwhelmed easily or like really gets like nervous or stressed because I am quite just like ah oh, you know it's one of them like whatever happens will happen. <laughs> but I just remember it was just like. I just think every single moment was just so like good and incredible and like the people were amazing and I just like wouldn't change it for anything like I would do it again like tomorrow was it it was like covid times I take it so there's still kind of restrictions and stuff on what you could and couldn't do and things like that 
Yeah, so we were all in a bubble, so we all like stayed in the hotel. You couldn't like go home in between and things. Which at first, when I was like thinking about going, I was like, "This is a nightmare. I don't want to do it if I have to be in a bubble." And honestly, it was the best thing ever. Like me and Lizzie are obviously really close now because yeah. I just think we all got so close because of that bubble. Because if you're just going home in between, you probably wouldn't. Whereas we just did everything together, and yeah, it was just amazing. How how did they all kind of um? How did you think the relationships kind of changed over the course of time with regards like your veganism specifically? Did you find people were a little bit uh, held it at arm's length or perhaps didn't want to talk about it first? Or what was the kind of experience like there? Oh no, all the other contestants were just like like so amazed and like shocked. And like all of them were so sweet. They were all like, I just don't know how you do it. Like this is so hard being non-vegan. Like that's amazing. Loads of them were like really interested. Some of them like were just very much there to win it and not really, you know, that bothered. Um, but a lot of them were just so sweet. And like some of them now uh, we have like a group chat and people put in or like people message me advice for vegan things. And it's really nice that people were just really happy about it but I think the one thing going into the show everyone's quite in their own lane because it's a really stressful thing anyway so people are not really that bothered what other right. people are doing yeah I can imagine it always looks like a bit of a pressure cooker and I guess the thing that we don't really see is like the the cooking under lights the cooking with cameras around you and all that kind of stuff did you take to that fairly fairly comfortably yeah, I'm just a really chill person. So I was just quite like, oh, <laughs> and I guess like going into the show, you know that, you know, there's going to be loads of cameras and things. And yeah, I just, I am just really like not faced by like things like that. And everyone was so lovely. Like the camera guys were so sweet and things. Um, and I think if you're getting really, really stressed out by the cameras and things, like don't go on the show. You know, there's going to be like <laughs> 10 cameras in that room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What what was it like when you did, did and did you watch it back? Because I'm always fascinated as like the edit, like how much is how much is edited out, how much is different to how it happened. Were you sat there ever watching it, going, "That's not how it played out. It was, <laughs> it's been edited." So we went across the road to the pub, like loads of my friends, like some of my family, and we watched like the first episode. Then we actually just kept going back to the pub to watch it and. Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, they, they edit loads out, obviously. You know, we're there filming, like, all day. <laughs> There's only, like, a tiny bit. But they always keep, like, lots of... I, I was quite surprised of, like, some bits that were edited out. Um, and, yeah, so it's not, like, all there. But then I just think you've got to bear in mind there's so many of us in, like, an hour or something. Um, but I think they edited it really well. I think it, like, came across really funny. And I really enjoyed watching it back. Uh, I watched it a few times, to be fair. People always, like, make me sit and watch it. Um, but, yeah, I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. I bet. From, a, from a, like, a technical standpoint, and particularly with, you know, you, you bringing a different style to perhaps the other bakers there, were, did you get much kind of, like, technical advice or support from the likes of Paul and Prue? Did they kind of talk to you about what you were, were doing from a methodology point of view, like when the cameras weren't on? Uh, not really, no. I don't remember them ever, um, like, giving me, like, any sort of advice. But then maybe, like, what I was doing was, like, a bit different anyway. Oh, I think maybe on Bread Week when Paul, when the cameras were there, I think Paul did actually, like, try explain to me a better way to knead the bread because I'd never made bread before I applied. I think it's the fact you can buy, like, right. a really nice loaf for a quid. But now <laughs> I actually do really like making it. Um, but, yeah, I think he gave me a bit of advice with regards to that. 
but other than that, I, th- I think the vegan thing was really quite new as well um, to everybody there. Do, do you think it's kind of paved the way? Do you, can you see them doing more in this space, like you know, more like vegan weeks and things like that? Yeah. So obviously, I know they've like they are or have like filmed the new series, and I'm like really interested to know if there's anybody else doing it vegan i'm not really sure i mean they always sort of did have like a free well i think the free from week this year was maybe a bit of a cop-out because it wasn't actually vegan week um so maybe they will have an actual vegan week but i honestly have no idea if there'll be another person doing it vegan it'll be really interesting to see um but i think even if it hasn't like paved a way for the show because it's a very non-vegan show if you think about it you know to have all 12 people do it vegan is very years down the line um, but I think if nothing else, it'll just hopefully have like paved the way for people at home to think, oh, I'll try doing things um, vegan. And that's all I really wanted to do. And what was the kind of the response like from the general public? Did you get quite a lot of people kind of reaching out to you, kind of saying, you know, I'd never tried vegan baking before and like you, you've shown me something new? Yeah, I still have hundreds of messages now of people being like, oh, I went vegan because of you, or I've tried this, or like, you've really inspired me. Like, that was just the wow. the best thing. It was so, so good to get so many lovely messages and like, inspire so many people. Lizzie's, um, I think it's her nieces, uh, actually went vegetarian like, while I was on the show because they really liked me. And it was really sweet because I think as humans, we are oh. just so impressionable anyway. Um, and I think it just takes sort of like one person to do something and like we all tend to follow. Um, so yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah, 100%. And what, what's life been like post Bake Off? Yeah, it's been so, so good. It has been quite different. I love doing loads of food festivals. They've been good because people are always like really excited to meet you and things. Obviously, I've like written my book. I've done loads of new recipe things and it's been really different, but like overall just so, so good. Has the the experience kind of cemented that this is the path you want to go down? Well, I know for sure I would love to go down this path and, like, carry it on for, like, my career, but I don't know, I'm quite a realistic person and I know I need to just, like, scope it out and see, but I'll do it for as long as I can and then at that point that I can't, maybe I'll go back to uni, but hopefully I won't. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see see how it goes. (laughs) In terms of, like, the the book, let's let's talk a little bit about that. So um, tell us about it. Yeah, so I knew after like straight being on break off, I knew I wanted to write a book because I had so many recipes. I really wanted to share them with people because I think vegan cakes can be done really wrong. And there's nothing there's all that much out there. Um, there's more now, but people. Uh, the biggest thing that people say to me is it's not. Cause people say, oh, vegan baking so much harder. And I'm like, no, no, it's just people don't know where to start, which fair enough. You know, we all assume cakes are made from eggs. Um, so I wanted to just put something yeah. out there where people just knew, like, what they were doing. And it's called, like, Simply Vegan Baking because all the recipes are, like, simple to follow, like, really clear. And it's sort of, like... I think it's really accessible for all levels of people because I love getting recipe books now just to be inspired by different bakers. Um, but there's loads of recipes that I know like people that have never baked before would be able to do. And it's just the best thing I've ever done. Like, I'm so proud of it and like I absolutely love it. And the pictures are just so incredible because the photographer was amazing. So I always say if people don't want to bake, just get it and look, look at the pictures because it's definitely worth <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm always fascinated by that like what what is the process of like pulling that book together like from the the start of like is this kind of like I've got loads of recipes written down already this is just a case of like typing them up and into the right format how does it how does it even start or is there a lot of development of recipes as you go 
Yeah, loads of sort of like recipe development. I think I must have done like six different carrot cake recipes because just like wasn't quite happy with them. And it's a really, really intense process because like I had only like quite a short amount of time to get all my recipes in because there's 70 recipes in the book because I knew I wanted it to come out this wow. September, not the year after. So you've got like a, a short amount of time to do it because obviously it takes ages to sort of like publish the book. Um, but like the actual shooting the pictures of the book was such a good week because I had like an amazing team and like really enjoyed doing it and I would love to just do that all over again I mean I know I want to write another book anyway but it was so good <laughs> and is it literally a case of you have to you and, and the team have to produce every single recipe uh, that you want a photograph of in the book is that is it yeah, basically simple, straightforward as that yeah, basically, I, like, baked every recipe that the pictures are in. I had, like, a, a food stylist that helped me out, but very much, like, all the decorating, everything, like, all the recipes were, like, what we baked. Because I sort of, like, baked in the studio in the day and then went back to my B&B and then baked in the night again, ready for the next day. So it was, like, the longest hours. Um, oh. But it was, like, so, so good because we did it over in London because, obviously, there's not that many things like this out there in Scarborough. Yeah, so the studio was my photographer's studio. So, basically, because she, oh, like, first right, okay. loads of um, cookery books. So, she just has a small little kitchen bit, but it, it was only real small. Um, but she's just the best. She was great. Wow. Did you did you have to adapt your recipes quite a lot? We, we I mean, you said obviously you'd, you'd gone through four, five, six versions of things, but was that was that a little bit of like, well, I need to think about an audience who perhaps haven't got as much experience as me before. Well, like a key thing for all my recipes were that I wanted all the ingredients to be like accessible in normal supermarkets because I, th I still think a lot of vegan recipes have these wacky things that you can only find in like health food stores, which is not a bit of me. Like I'm not in for the vegan thing just for the health. So I wanted it to be like normal recipes. I don't want people to be looking like I don't know what that ingredient is. So I was sort of like adapting them to make sure everything was like as if it was like basically like non-vegan. Um, so yeah, that was real good. What What are the ones that the the kind of recipes that have, that for you you're most proud of looking back at? So on the front cover, there's like a black forest gatter, which I just think is like the best chocolate cake ever. I absolutely love that. I did make like a chocolate cake like that on the show, and Paul said it was really really good. Um, there's some mint chocolate chip ice cream sandwiches in there that are just so good. They're so easy to make, and everyone on the set was like, I don't understand how you're telling me that's vegan. Like they were so good. Um, I absolutely love loads of them. Viennese Worlds, they were really good. I just like filmed a reel for Instagram, like shooting that from my book. Um, but yeah, every single recipe, like I absolutely love um, and like I'm really proud of because I definitely wouldn't have put any recipes in there that I didn't think were like absolutely perfect. What What's the kind of most common questions that you get asked about specifically vegan baking and perhaps some of the pitfalls that people people come across when they when they start out? I think the the most asked question definitely is just what do you use instead of eggs because people are just really thrown by that which I totally get it because I was when I started and I've got in like the front of each chapter so like cakes and things I've got like a really clear bit of like advice to explain to people like tips and things um, and another thing people are always asking just like is vegan butter like the same as normal butter and things like that and I always yeah. answer yes I'm convinced it works exactly the same 
Um, but yeah, it's just these type of things that people, they don't mean it in a funny way. They actually are asking because they're like, I just don't understand like how to yeah. do it because we are so normalized to non-vegan things. Um, and I think that is like one of the biggest things is like moving life over that vegan seems normal. Because even now, you know, mm. you see, you see like a normal thing, then a vegan thing. And I just wish it wasn't that way around. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, is there anything that just like doesn't doesn't work in your experience like any any kind of particular recipes that you think actually it, it just doesn't doesn't translate that well and there are there are kind of better vegan recipes so like we shouldn't spend too much time worrying about trying to replicate that yeah um shoe pastry can't get it right really struggling on that one um did you know like in a claire and a professional i've tested loads mm. of things all been a disaster and i think that's partly <laughs> just about like the science still like i'm sure at some point someone will come up with a egg yolk replacement so we've got really good a good like egg white replacements um but i'm like a big believer in it will be we just need to like have more yeah. time for like the scientist people to sort that out um so that's like the one recipe i can't get right now but i wouldn't stand there and say you never will because i'm sure that you will have you seen that already like thinking about like vegan butters and things like that and vegan creams and you know things you can get off the shelf have you seen like already just in the the time that you've been vegan and you've been baking an advancement in that like because it feels like technology is really like food technology is such a is playing such a big part in the kind of like the replacement market if you like oh yeah for sure when i first went vegan i'm sure there wasn't vegan double cream or if there was like i didn't see it as much and now there's like the early one and things when you whip them up they work exactly the same and even now like each week people are bringing out new amazing products that are so good i think it's because like everyone's taking over now people are getting really excited about it it just makes me so happy every time like i see a new product i'm like all oh, right we are moving in the right way yeah absolutely you, you've done a you mentioned earlier you've done a lot of, of festivals and kind of live cooking and stuff like that is there any that have kind of like really stood out for you as as you know been been amazing experiences yeah so me and lizzie did one together which was really exciting to be able to do like a joint demo we still just did like a vegan bake that was good so it was really fun to be able to like do things together and then went to a vegan kids festival which was miles away from my house um but it was so worth it because i just i came away feeling like really inspired because i feel like sometimes you need that you need to see because it can be quite overwhelming and difficult when you feel like there's still less vegan options than normal and you're a bit like oh are we ever going to get there but seeing so many kids there that were like really passionate about vegan things i was like on oh, no, a the next generation is going to be even better and the kids were so made up and excited and it was just really lovely and they had the best um vegan mr whippy which was always great so yeah <laughs> which is which is rare you don't tend to find that so so often do you the the, the vegan mr whippy <laughs> Yeah, I love Missy Whippy. It's my favourite. And I live like in Scarborough, right by the sea. So there's a, everywhere you go, you can get a normal with Mr. Whippy, but no vegan one. I got one in Brighton once, but again, that's miles away from my house. So it was great. <laughs> well, perhaps there's a, there's an avenue for you. If, yeah. <laughs> if all else fails, vegan Mr. Whippy in Scarborough. That, that's that's yeah. what, uh, what the world's crying out for. <laughs> and and I guess like, you know, you you're often surrounded by kind of, omnivorous folk you're often surrounded by non-vegans so i guess just being in in sort of you know with your with your people as it were and not having to explain 
everything about why you're vegan and so on and so forth must have been quite refreshing in itself. Yeah, it was really nice. And nowadays, you know, even when you're surrounded by people that aren't vegan, usually nearly all the time, they're really interested, really nice about it and really sweet. I mean, the other day I did actually meet a guy um, that was horrible, awful, really against the vegan thing. And it was just like a really like awful like conversation to have because I think they're becoming really far and few now. Everybody's sort of thinking. I think mm. the majority of people are saying... I know it's the right decision, even if I personally think it's too hard for me. Like, I know that you're doing the right thing. And I think at least that makes you feel one step better. Um, I think when there's the few people out there that are still really, really against it, it's, like, quite disheartening. Have, have you kind of adapted at all your approach to how you deal with those kind of conversations? Because obviously you've been exposed to, um, you know, a, a big audience through Bake Off and through all the things you've done beyond. So has it kind of changed perhaps or informed the way that you think about veganism generally and how you talk about it with, with folks who aren't vegan? Yeah, I mean, I'm always open for <clears throat> like a little debate. I like a debate. I always sort of like, I wouldn't debate something I don't really stand by and I'm so sure of my morals and like my beliefs and things. And it's really good because my dad's very much like good at his facts like he knows what he's saying so I'm quite sort of like surrounded by people that really stand by you know like what they believe in so but I'm always open to have a conversation with people because I think like the fact that we're having this conversation is one step ahead I always say that even when people are sort of like arguing it being yes and no well we're still talking about it and it's still being pushed there and things I think there's nothing worse than it just being brushed under the rug and nobody's kind of discussing it because then people are never gonna like take on and be like more vegan so yeah I'm always happy to discuss it and as I guess like you you were relatively new into veganism by in the grand scheme of things by the when you were sort of thrust into the like the public limelight and kind of held up as you know the the first vegan baker on the bake-off and all this kind of stuff how, how did you kind of cope with that that pressure and did did you feel like you know you were you had to get more and more equipped as you kind of went through that journey like as, as a vegan if you like yeah I mean I wish that I was like going on the show now when I'd been vegan that extra bit longer because I do know so much more about it I'm so much more passionate I w I've always been a passionate person but <clears throat> I think as each day goes by I get more and more like into the vegan thing and I do think I was still very sort of new to it and I don't regret doing it when I did because it like changed my life completely um but I do think it would have been easier for me now because I just like know that bit more and I'm like very aware of like other things that I maybe wasn't. Has it sort of made you think quite a bit about how you kind of uh, present your, yourself in like in the, the kind of public view? And it, I'm thinking about the Vegan Kids Festival, you know, because you, because you're held up as this role model now. Like, you know, I was lucky enough to be at the Vegan Kids Festival with you, and just seeing how many kids like were, were really looking up to you. Has it made you really think about like how you how you kind of portray that and how you how you want to come across and show up for for veganism, if you like? Yeah, things like that make me like so much more passionate. And I was talking to my mum about it and I was saying, say having, you know, like a big following, like nearly 100,000 followers, it's like that that should seem like a lot of people, but because they're like through a screen and you don't see them, sometimes 
you need to do these like, things in person, like that like kids festival, to actually see people in person and see how impacted they are. For you to be like, yeah, no, I know why I'm doing this. And it reinforces why I want to be vegan. And then you get even more inspired. I think those like in-person times are really important because it's, I think it's quite a difficult job doing like social media because you are quite like isolated from people. And mm. it might seem like you've got like a huge following and loads of people that like you, but you never see those people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think the thing that struck me about about that particular festival and the way that you kind of showed up and the way that you sort of presented yourself and and veganism if you like was you just so you made it so normal and so fun and um I think for those kids, you know, I wasn't sort of fortunate enough to grow up vegan. I was been vegan five and a bit years, so I when I was when I was young I wasn't vegan. But thinking about the experience my little boy's having now he's only he's only four and he's in nursery and so on and he's you know the one of the only little vegans in the in the class he's i think he's the only vegan in the class uh of about 30 kids and i'm always conscious that the the sort of the fun activities that surround us particularly fun activities that uh involve food he's either not involved in or he's involved in in a kind of roundabout way you know there's an adaptation so it's not quite the same and I think it was it what really like stood out for me is how you just normalized it and made it so fun so uncomplicated um, and gave those kids an experience that maybe they wouldn't have had in nursery and school because they just don't they don't they, they were always the the other kid you know the the, the different kid yeah, no, for sure. And I remember, like, one girl, when we were doing, like, the Q&A at the end, she said to me, like, do you find it hard being vegan or did you ever find it hard? And I, like, remember, like, saying, and I remember thinking, you know, like, even times when I thought, oh, like, it's a bit difficult, like, in that situation where there's maybe only one vegan person, I think we've all just got to, like, remember why we're doing it. And then I was thinking, mm, come on, it's mm. worth that being a little bit difficult. Um, and I think it's, like, very much like a, a sacrifice that you're willing to make. And I don't think now it's that hard it's made so accessible but I think at any point you know if you go on holiday and things or maybe like you feel a bit like not left out of things you've got to kind of like remember why you're doing it and then like it always makes it worth it 100% 100% so what's next for you you're, do you're doing loads of stuff obviously you've got the book going on but you've, you've been working with Lizzie I think doing some filming and stuff like that there's there's so much going on for you so what what kind of things have you got on the radar that you're kind of excited about yeah, so I've got another f few food festivals. I think I must have three more this year. So my book comes out end of September, which will be really big. And then I've got two book signings in October. And then I've got like another book signing in January next year. I'm really excited to do them. I think they'll be so good. I've got one in Oxford, one in the Wirral, like near Liverpool. Um, that'll be like so great to like meet people that are really like passionate about the book and things um, and I'm just really excited to like go out to the shop and like see it on the shelves to be honest and then me and Lizzie are always doing loads of filming we've got loads of exciting things like lined up and loads more videos ready to post so yeah be busy but good awesome awesome well look it's, it's been awesome chatting with you Fro. I've really really enjoyed it um, where, where would folks go about well, we need to pre-order the book, but we need to also find out a bit more about you and where, where whereabouts would folks go to to do that? 
Yeah, so my main social media is on Instagram, so it's literally Freya Cox and then like a little underscore, but it should come up. And then that is, if you go on there, it's really easy to find the pre-order to my book because it's just the link in my bio. But if not, if you just go on sort of like Waterstones, Amazon, if you just type in either Simply Vegan Bacon or just Freya Cox, it'll come up and you can pre-order it through there. And if you're doing this, well, when, when's your competition close? It must be, must be soon. Yeah, the competition closes to end. Competition. Yeah, I think it's end of September. Yes, if you do pre-order the book, oh, you can amazing. enter the competition to win loads of exciting things. So yeah, it'd be really good. Amazing. Look, Freya, it's been been great chatting with you. Thank you so much. Best of luck with the book. I've pre-ordered a copy. Can't wait to mm-hmm. uh, to get cracking with uh, baking some recipes with my with my little boy. So thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me.